everyone. I'm John Wist. And I'm Bonnie Mace. We're two Enneagram Nines who took the big leap into the world of entrepreneurship at a similar time. And this podcast is a space where we are inviting you to laugh and learn with us as we work to build businesses with soul. Soul. Yeah. Episode six. Episode six. Today. Half dozen. Half a dozen. That's pretty, it's pretty good. Yeah. It's pretty fun. People pay for eggs in that quantity. <laughs> Yes, they yes they do. They certainly do. That a half dozen is a type of egg carton egg measurement <laughs> unit. So we've made it. Yes, we've made it to half dozen. Congratulations! Yeah. I actually think like seven episodes is where people stop podcasting. I, th- I think I read that one time. Oh, that's kind so of depressing. Let's celebrate at like ten or something we'll again. S- we'll celebrate ten every time. We'll that sounds celebrate. good. Well, we we already know we have some more interviews lined up. Yeah, so that's kind of fun. Yeah, so. People want to talk to us. Yeah, that that is that is kind of fun. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. nice. Yeah, we'll see if they still want to talk to us after this. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I feel like this is a good one for people to relate well to. Yeah. Okay. Here's the deal, guys. One of our values is being vulnerable. Yeah. And vulnerability in our journeys, and so today we're talking about a more vulnerable topic, which is some hurdles we're facing in our businesses. Yeah. And we did. Um, so at, at the point that this comes out, um, we will have done the struggle is real. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Which just came out. Um, and that was a couple episodes ago. This is different. We just, yeah. we just define this for ourselves. How it was did. going to be different Yes, because struggle is real. It was kind of more like, I don't know, personal, mm-hmm. like family, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. personal life kind of stuff. Yeah. This is, this is like, business centric yes this is hard startup zone startup zone. wherever we are i mean right now we're a startup zone yeah oh 100 one day yeah we will be out of that yeah i feel like it's going to be a gray area though like right now you're in a startup but you know how when you were newlywed okay and then suddenly you just weren't anymore yeah yep uh-huh. when did that happen <laughs> there's no definition of yeah. that line like yeah. suddenly people were just like no longer calling you a newlywed. Right. You're not newlyweds anymore. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But there was no moment where you're like, all right, we're not, we're not newlyweds anymore. Right. It just was, it just it happens just over time. Yeah. I think yeah. that's what happens. So, um, that's my theory. I'll come back to that whenever we reach that milestone. Okay. Whenever, whenever we decide <laughs> to call ourselves not startups anymore, yeah, we'll come back to that and, yes. and talk about why we're not startups anymore. Yeah. And if it's the same as not being a newlywed anymore. Yeah. Okay. That sounds good. Okay. All right. We'll write that down as a podcast topic (laughs) (laughs) past number 10 because we're going to get to 10. Yeah. Um, Okay. So hurdles. So, so hurdles of being a startup. So I feel like this conversation was really born out of the season we're in right now. Mm -hmm. Both of us, Mm -hmm. which is we started something. Yep. We have seen, some sort of traction, mm-hmm. right, with people mm-hmm. or with the audiences that we're kind of aiming for. Mm-hmm. Like, we've seen that traction. Really encouraging friends. Really encouraging friends, right. really encouraging spouses, mm-hmm. things like that. We have, in our own ways, kind of um, kind of planted ourselves where we want to be planted mm-hmm. in a way. Like, And I say that in the sense of, like, we've invested. Like, we're investing time mm-hmm. and energy right. and money yes. in this direction. Uh-huh. But, but, <laughs> and here's the big but, um, we, while we, we feel all those good things, mm-hmm. I'm, this is just for me personally. <laughs> okay. Here comes the vulnerability. There everyone. is a overwhelming anxiety 
and oh. um mm-hmm. and um just uh, mental challenge yes mental challenge for on, sure on a fairly daily basis uh-huh that i'm not gonna make it yeah <laughs> There's the real talk. Yeah. Well, I mean, I feel like you were telling a good story before we started yeah. recording this about how we like have yeah. a mutual friend. Yeah. And she was like, John, so great to hear that your business is going so well. And and I had to kind of respond with, well, thanks for the encouragement. Yeah. It's probably not going as well as it sounds. Yeah. Because the, the conversation was like she was finding out for me about a potential mm-hmm. client that I have. But that is kind of the key word for me right now. It's potential. It's like there's a lot of potential. Oh, yeah. What a double-edged sword, the word potential. Yeah. Right now. There's a ton of potential. And yeah. I and I honestly, like, I feel it and I see mm-hmm. it and I know it. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, potential does not pay my bills. Fair. And that is yep. the largest hurdle mm-hmm. that I face right now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes, I feel similarly i'm having this moment where i'm gonna bring it back to some like okay so we're gonna start out in this like this is where we are daily in the slog but i did have an encourage me moment so okay we'll come back to that at the end yeah because i think we'll all need it well and i've got some encouragement too i feel like we we, we can we can start in the dirty dark yeah, yeah. area and yeah. we can work our way out we can do that i mean life is both <laughs> Would you like to recite the, now the Henry and Nowen the book? Not, yeah, the book's over there. I really should just find an actual quote sometime. But not right now. Not right now. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I totally I totally get that of like the, it's right now in business startup land to not measure success or to figure out how to measure success outside of simply like how many dollars are coming in Yeah, is kind of a, a tricky mind thing. It's because very tricky. Pre- starting a business and entrepreneurship like if you do a good job you get to keep your paycheck (laughs) like yeah like how good you're doing and how much money you're bringing in are like directly correlated all the time right and then now that's not necessarily the case because of all these factors like we'll kind of talk about more too like you need to find your audience and getting getting like the groundwork laid for even like having your business license or whatever so sure yeah yeah, I can relate to the everyday feeling like, hmm, like for instance, let's just go right to the darkest place and we'll work our way out. Let's do it. Okay, we Come both to the darkness. <laughs> daydreamed about should I get a part-time job yeah, right now? for sure, 100%. Yeah, so that's definitely a hurdle is mentally thinking like, okay, do I just go ahead and like apply at Starbucks Yep. Because it will be some like short term yeah. financial relief. Yeah. <laughs> um, but when you think about it in reality, like that that stacks up because then there's like, well then you have to pay for childcare and then you're taking time away from you know, like pouring into your business okay. and actual physical energy and mental energy you're oh, taking away. I walked into REI yesterday. Oh, you I, would have lose less mental energy at REI. And I thought, but Heck yes, I can apply for a part-time job. You would also maybe <laughs> lose more money there? Potentially. In the long run? Yeah, that is that is a potential <laughs> hole, financial hole for me in the because plan. I yeah. would just buy things. Yeah, but no, I, I 100% mm-hmm. like have had those thoughts, have had the moments of, um, yeah, like I, am I, well, 
here's a wild question. Am I stewarding my family well? Uh-huh. If I put our put us if me not doing you. something else mm-hmm. puts us in a financially poor p- position. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that is what kind of hurts and weighs on my mind. But at the same time, I have a wife who works and we mm-hmm. have some savings and we have some mm-hmm. places to pull from. Mm-hmm. Um, but do I want to start sacrificing some of those things mm-hmm. in order to not get a job, not get a part-time job and, keep Mm -hmm. chugging along yeah like there is definitely this short-term like stretch yeah that okay so we'll bring back the enneagram really quick great that is nines particularly yeah feeling as if we are placing more burden on the people that we love and care for um just feels like being present in a way that we're not okay with (laughs) and so Mm -hmm. um one there's a lot of things like even some of my hurdles that I'll get to in a minute are just like very exhausting as a nine in general. This is an extra one as we feel like our presence needs to be providing something for someone at all times. And the most feasible, tangible way that we do that is by bringing home the bacon, yeah, bringing home some dollars. And so this stretch where it's like, it is potential, right? It is the double edged sort of potential of if you just like hang on stay focused, stay in the lane you're creating. Yeah. Like then you're going to eventually cross the threshold. Right. But this meantime is very uncomfortable. Yeah. And, and I, I do think, you know, so I've referenced the, the Facebook group I'm in before that is a lot of videographers or mm-hmm. video businesses. Right. Mm-hmm. And somebody just posted the other day, like a reminder, like to like, open yourself up to showing people everything that you're doing Mm -hmm. because that keeps you in front of them. That helps Mm -hmm. them see what you're doing. And I just commented like something I'm trying, but it's really uncomfortable, right? Like Mm -hmm. stories and Instagram and stuff. And like, I am trying, I'm I'm trying Bonnie. (laughs) I'm I'm really trying. Um, but it's hard. It is not where my head goes. Like my head doesn't live there. Mm -hmm. And so it takes, it takes brain space and it takes mental, processing for me to even go Mm -hmm. in that direction Mm -hmm. but you know he said in response you know yeah like it's not meant to be comfortable and that's okay and it's a good reminder you know like this was never supposed to be comfortable Mm -hmm. um that's not why you signed up yeah i I mean it it just wasn't supposed to be comfortable yeah um can it be good and can it be successful and still be uncomfortable? Yes. Mm -hmm. And can you find comfort areas? Yes. Yeah. I think that's. And remembering that comfort and peace are different. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard. Yeah. It's for a nine too. Right. Because, you know, like we like to equivocate and all the memes like to equivocate comfort and peace being the same thing. Right. Um, But that's different because I don't know about you, but this is where like, even though I'm struggling daily, you know pretty regularly with like okay so our car is dying yeah. and i i have Poor i Wendell. said to mark upstairs like if i still had an income we could probably get and he's like okay but we already determined that that's not necessarily true like here's where right. your income was going kind of thing but i know that even in that in the discomfort of feeling like i'm not bringing money home to solve problems in this way yeah 
I'm feeling more peace about where my life is. Sure. Yeah. Overall. Yeah. You know, than, yeah, yeah. than when I was living in a place that I was no longer called to be. Yeah. So. It's a good point. I think that um, for me, sometimes the struggle is that I am married to someone who desires comfort mm-hmm. and seeks comfort. Mm-hmm. And my tendency is to merge yeah, yeah. With that and yeah. to pr- try to provide that comfort as much as possible. Yeah, yeah. And so when I, when I'm introducing the discomfort. Oh, it's terrible. It's really hard to merge into comfort land. Yeah. Um, but no, I think I totally agree. Like, I think that we are both, what we're both doing is we're attempting to move into something that we mm-hmm. f- feel very strongly that we're called to be in. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's a hurdle. But that's a hurdle in itself. Yeah. 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 Yeah, because like, okay, going back to you, here's another hurdle is, so for me, it's finding my voice as a Mm. business. Mm -hmm. And like you were talking about too, just like showing up. So again, disproportionately for nines, this is hard because we, (laughs) we lose our voice. Yeah. You know, like we merge our voice into other people. It's super easy for me to like come up with, you know, writing standards and voice and like guidelines and everything for another organization where somebody else was like kind of setting the tone and then I could just merge right in and help them out. Now that I'm having to do it for myself and get my own message clear and get why I'm here clear and show up on the internet and talk to people about it like they care. Yeah. Which you guys do, but we're nines here. So we feel like maybe you don't care. Right. It's hard. That's a hard, hard, that's a hard thing to put yourself out there doing every day because it's directly pushing against something that you believe about yourself. Well, and we, we talked about before, like how, feedback is so important for mm-hmm. our personality types to yeah. know that yeah, we like what that we're reason. yeah the, to know what we're saying it, it does matter right mm-hmm. like we need to hear mm-hmm. from people that it matters mm-hmm. in order for us to actually believe that it, that yeah. it matters and i think that's the other part when when you're in this like limbo area where that you see potential you see an audience you can be reaching you're even doing things to reach them mm-hmm. but you're not getting the feedback that you desire yeah ultimately which is somebody to hire you (laughs) (laughs) like seriously like someone someone to say i value you enough Mm -hmm. to pay money Mm -hmm. to hire you yeah that sorry i'm always always hitting my dang boom arm (laughs) i'm just animated today um (laughs) he's feeling passionate but yeah i mean that's the ultimate feedback right Mm -hmm. that's the ultimate like for us, I think, um, yeah. It feels like the ultimate feedback. It feels like it. Yeah. Yes, thank you. Maybe and that's it's not, and but so it, I, and it feels I, like it. But it is the, that is part of the hurdle is figuring out as a business, because, you know, this is present in any business. So when sure. you're an employee, you just get to kind of like draw your paycheck. Yeah. And it is what it is. Um, but as business in general, like your income fluctuates like this is something everyone knows yeah so now being the being the business and being the business owner Mm -hmm. you have to again just going back to like disassociating (laughs) dollars with with value even though yeah Yeah, and success is a really difficult thing to do yeah it is and that an affirmation like dollars with affirmation right right yeah i think that is um if we want to start kind of digging ourselves out of a hole a little bit here, um, I'll start to maybe oh, okay. try to get us Go on the it. upward trajectory. Mm-hmm. So that's something that 
uh, counseling has helped me start to want, you know, want to address, which is great. Mm -hmm. And that is, and that, that is differentiate, differentiating, um, my intrinsic value with kind of my financial value. That's what I mean. Yeah. At some point you learn if a business doesn't work, if you never make money. Right. But I think the tendency is to bail sooner. Yeah. Because we make the mistake of what you're saying. Yeah. And I think that for me, it was the encouragement to sit down and ask myself some questions about why, mm-hmm. like, why am I doing this? Why did I get into this? Yeah. What led me here? What do I enjoy? What do I not enjoy? What do I feel confident in? What do I not feel confident in? And why? Like, mm-hmm. why are all those things happening that way? Mm-hmm. And I think the more that we can kind of spend some time in that space discovering, like it helped me really start to like understand what I was feeling. Mm-hmm. And I think the, the lack of confidence, like that is the biggest thing for yeah. me right now is just That's a right. lack of confidence Yeah, because you think, you know, mm-hmm. and then you start to question that, you know, because no mm-hmm. one's hiring you to do the thing that you think, you know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and that's, that is where the, doubt creeps mm-hmm. in yeah so. yeah for sure i yeah. totally yep i can totally relate of like oh i thought i was gonna have this in my corner <laughs> and like there's lots of factors to that you know yeah that and, and some of it too that i'm discovering is a hurdle is that the audience that i'm going to serve <laughs> this is coming with me trying to clarify my voice and things yeah. and like i've been doing a ton of work behind the scenes to try to like get clarity behind my message and who I want to reach and things like that. And so what I'm discovering in this is that the people that I want to serve are probably not people that I already know. Okay. Can I talk about this first? Can we, can, can, let's go there. Yes. Yeah. Can we go here? Okay. My, one of my biggest realizations over like the past week. Oh, so this is great. Fresh. This is fresh, so fresh is that when you are hired by someone, you know, and this, mm-hmm. this I'm, I'm going to, put a we little cave- love you people we know yeah i'm gonna put a caveat on this because i've mostly been hired by people that i've had some connection to mm-hmm. up until this point mm-hmm. which is great like yeah. it's a perfect way to jump into a business because you have automatic referral con people mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. the problem is is they haven't already have an expectation of me Ooh. Mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. they've seen what i've done mm-hmm. in a certain context and they have a certain expectation of what I can bring to the table. Mm-hmm. When in fact, Drum if I piece. were to yeah. if I were to put myself in front of them, having never met them before, mm-hmm. I would not likely present to them the same solution that they expect for me to give to them. Well, there's something. So mm. I've had to remind myself... That Mm -hmm. I actually haven't gotten the chance yet Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. to really help someone discover a solution yet. Mm -hmm. I've just been presented with solutions that that person already feels like they need. And I'm just filling that for them. Oh, that's so interesting. Okay. So, So you're working on your voice too. Yeah, because I think that I've always considered myself a storyteller. Mm -hmm. But... What I've been hired to do mm-hmm. a lot up front, you know, in the beginning yeah. has been a variety of different types of storytelling that I don't feel f- truly comfortable with. Oh. And so I have to 
help people better understand mm-hmm. what I can actually do with a story mm-hmm. rather than rather than letting them define what the prescription is. Yeah. I'm writing the prescription. Okay. Yeah. So mine's really similar. That's yeah. what I keep yeah. saying when I'm saying voice too, is, is the exact same thing of like, you know, the people I know have this expectation. Yep. I agree. Yeah. Um, and part of it has been, I haven't been able to very well articulate what I'm hoping for. Sure. And even like, as an Enneagram coach in the Enneagram community, it's like I was kind of realizing, um, you know, why well, it's not just, I don't want to just do Enneagram education. That's not what I want to do. Um, and yeah. even to the point like uh, Elaine, who we talked to, who has mm-hmm. helped me with business coaching. She's like, well, that's not necessarily Enneagram. And then talking with her, I like said something and we both had this light bulb moment of like, oh, that's what you mean. Like, this yeah. is what you're bringing to the world. And she said, but you have to tell people that, Bonnie. Yeah. And I said, but Elaine, why? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I know why. Yeah. Um, but exactly that of like presenting yourself in a new way. And again, and okay, I'll just keep going back to how for nine, that's hard. Yeah. For nine, it's easier for us to merge with people's expectations of us or mm-hmm. people's organization or what they want. Like say, yeah. like they have, a, they have an idea for a video and they want to do that. And you're like, well, that's a terrible idea, but it's going to be more easy to say i got you covered i know how to press the record button than to say (laughs) let me offer you a solution that you're going to be uncomfortable with for the next 48 hours and then it's going to hit a light bulb that this is actually the way to go for you yeah but that's really hard that's a hurdle it is a hurdle and i think it's a hurdle well again like it's hard to not accept work from people you know Mm -hmm. right because they obviously value you in some way Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. because they're coming to you. Yeah. But at the same time, kind of say, okay, let me stop you Mm -hmm. (laughs) and reframe how you view me. Mm -hmm. Um, Because, yeah. Yeah. Sorry, go ahead. No, just because I think that that's, that's difficult. They, they already have a history with you Mm -hmm. and you have to help them understand that that history doesn't, it's not like it doesn't count for anything, Mm -hmm. but it is different. Yeah. And and you you have more potential to mm-hmm. bring the word back in. You have more potential than they mm-hmm. understand. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And that's kind of like this double edged again. I keep saying double edged sword. It's it's the thing for nines of like one that's okay. Yeah. Right? Um, that we do that. Uh and two, there's also a little bit of ownership in the fact that we probably did in a former role really present potentially yeah. in one way. And now the journey of growth, yeah, you know, is starting to show up in a different way, but also us being nice to ourselves about having to correct the conversation or show up in a new way or just assert yourself in a new way mm-hmm. that honestly, like, is sometimes right now because it's so new. Yeah. And even if it's like a, an aha, now I hit the boom. It's okay. Um, but even if it's like an aha moment <laughs> for you of like, oh, this is what I've been wanting to do. Like, this makes perfect sense. This is where I want to go. It's still highly uncomfortable to do yeah. a new thing and change your routine and change your how you behave in the world all the time or how you show up or how you make money. Or So, yeah, these are exponentially, these are hurdles for any Enneagram number. Yeah. But these become higher hurdles for nothing.
can I ask you a question? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> We're here in a room together <laughs> podcasting. That was a perfect nine example, by the way. To be just, in, a, in a, the middle of a conversation well, with someone and say, can I ask you a question? Well, I, you know, I do feel like we didn't, we talked about generally what we were going to talk about. Oh, yeah. But yeah. I, so, okay. So, cause it's going to help me make a point. Okay. Okay. So what is the thing that you enjoy most about your business? About my business? Like what's the one thing, like yeah. it can be very granular, but what's the thing? Yeah. I don't know if I understand the word granular in this sense, in this context, but that's fine. Um, the thing that I enjoy most is when people have the aha moment and let go of shame. Okay. Um, what's the, like, what is the tool that helps you do that? It's recognizing that you are not uniquely flawed. Okay. And you're, you're not uniquely and permanently flawed. Yeah. So can I make an assumption about that? Yeah. Yeah. So that comes in like definite, like one-on-one conversation, right? I mean, yeah. So a lot of times I think some of it too is like an example from like, I just did the rhythms class Yeah, yeah. and John was in the rhythms class with me and there were some moments in that and like feedback and conversation where people were like, I just didn't know, like, this is what I needed. Or like this thing really made a difference for me. And I always thought like this was just something I was terribly bad at, but I didn't know that I just needed to make space here in order to do this thing. And now I'm not forever stuck in this hole. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. So, So, okay. So it doesn't have to be one-on-one. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But I have to hear, I have to hear back from a person. Yeah. 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 Okay. So, uh, so the reason why I ask is because like I had a, I had, as I was asking myself some of these questions the other day, Mm -hmm. the other week, um, it was like, oh, you know what? I really like crafting stories, like in the editing process. Like that Mm -hmm. is where Mm -hmm. I get a lot of energy and like, that's where I like, like to live a lot. Mm -hmm. Okay. So what does that mean about the rest of my business? Right? Like if Mm -hmm. that's what I really enjoy and I want to spend probably the most time on, what does that mean for the rest of my business? It means that- I have either some growth to do in other mm. places like mm-hmm. pre-production, shooting, all that kind of stuff, or I got to hire somebody yeah. who knows better than I do. Mm-hmm. So like, that's another thing that for me at this level, <laughs> at this level of business, it's like, you got to do it all. I have to do it all. Yeah. So I just need to grow for a little while. I just need to grow. Yeah. And I need to get better at the things I'm not good at. Mm-hmm. And so like, I don't know what's uh, the reason why I ask is because like I'm curious like what are the do you have those areas yeah. and what are they for you? Yeah, for sure. Like one would be accounting. <laughs> um, oh, so, I'm paying an accountant. <laughs> yeah, that's definitely a hurdle because I'm not quite yeah. to that potential. But but less less. I mean, that's an easy one. I think that people are like as soon as sure. you can contact contract yeah. out, you do it. Yeah. Um. No, for me, it's like it's it's social media creation right now mm-hmm. of like I see it as really important part of the business I'd like to build because I think it gives people an entry point yeah however I'm very I am tired of it I don't love it so yeah counseling my um my counselor she put it like this is that um in business you have to like you you get to do the poetry, which is the part that makes you come alive, right? Mm. That's the beautiful part of it. Like you want to do the poetry, um, but also you have to do the plumbing. <laughs> nice, nice. And what that light bulb did for me was was help me realize, like, oh, right now I'm doing mostly plumbing for me because it's mm. mostly social media, you know, marketing, yeah, yeah, and content creation, which is what I like 
left my other job for. And the poetry for me is that like having a conversation, teaching someone to see themselves with grace and compassion. um, And then growing from that. Like that's the poetry. And that's what I'm doing like 10% right now. (laughs) Yeah. And 90% is plumbing. But that's not always going to be the case. Yeah. For your business. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's why you start it. Because eventually it's going to be 90% 90 poetry. Right. But if the plumbing's not in place before you build the rest of the house, you're gonna have a really stinky house. <laughs> you're gonna have a leaky, <laughs> leaky house. So yeah, so that's that's really good. Yeah, that's really good. So okay. hurdle, cool. you have to do a lot of plumbing, a lot of plumbing, and a lot of stuff that feels uncomfortable and you don't like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Are we trying to make ourselves feel better by doing this? I feel a little better. Okay. Good. Yeah. Okay. I, I mean, do I do too. I do oh, okay, too. Good. But then it's just all of a sudden like the the reality of you've got more plumbing. <laughs> yeah, there's lots more plumbing. Yeah. yeah. And I think, yeah. but I think, okay, so here's something that I tell people a lot of times. Yeah. Being able to name the stuff mm-hmm. then allows you to like face the stuff and do it. So That's good. for you other entrepreneurs out there, like we, our coping mechanisms is going to be to like optimize the crap out of something yeah. like blindly or to worst case scenario, like we have no middle ground, yeah, in stress, yeah, um, in conflict. <laughs> so, like, we want the middle ground right. desperately, but as soon as we're like pushed and stressed or in conflict, we go to one of those two places. Yeah, and so remembering and being able to name something then helps you like come back to the middle ground and realize that you're more resilient than probably you give yourself credit mm. for in the first place, and that like. You know, you're not the best plumber in the world, but like you can do the plumbing and the plumbing's yeah. not gonna be yours forever. Yeah. Like yeah. you can do that. We can yeah. all do that. And that yeah. you know. That's good. Yeah. You can at some point a master plumber can come in and you can hand over yeah. the reins to them. Yeah. Yeah. But if you only stick to your like overly optimistic viewpoint and pretend there's never plumbing, well one, you're never gonna go anywhere. Right. Because you're not going to address the hard stuff. Right. And then if you worst case scenario, the stuff, you're never going to do the por- the poetry. <laughs> like you're never going to get yeah. to the part that makes you come alive. Yeah. That's so. Good. That's good. Okay. I like the gray area. I, there, yeah. I mean, life is very gray. Yeah. So <laughs> that is a uh, hard but important thing to, to recognize. So. Okay. Yeah. It's yeah. good. Yeah. I love it. Well, you know, here we are 31 minutes in. Here we are. Okay, I, I do have, I do, so I, I was having a conversation, obviously, with uh, a, another friend of ours who is also an entrepreneur, and, you know, we were, we were, we were talking about the hard stuff, and mm. um, he sent me something this morning that I will, I'll share with everyone, it's a Gary Vaynerchuk post on Facebook, it says, you're not lost, you're just early in the process, <sighs> so good. which feels so good, Yeah. which just feels very good. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Because I think it's easy to feel lost early in the process. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's not just, I don't think that has, I don't think it's just about not knowing your voice or your audience or anything like that. I think it's just it's the just overwhelming hard. amount of stuff. It's just hard to yeah. get started. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. And feeling like you have to have all your ducks in a row. Yeah. Um, which you don't. But you first have to like create the pin where the duck nest will be and then slowly build the duck nest. And then you have to find the ducks and then you have to get the ducks to fall in love. <laughs> and then you have, the, and then they have to make baby ducks. baby ducks and then the baby ducks have to incubate and then they have to hatch and then you can line up the ducks. 
Wow. And that is a, that is a bad metaphor about what it's like to build a small business. Is it a bad metaphor, though? I'm not sure that's a bad metaphor. It's a great metaphor. I have never... For how <laughs> Build a small I mean, business. I've never heard someone take get your ducks in a row and like trace it all the way back to like, well, where are your, your ducks, ducks coming from? You can't go line up some foreign, like the little pond behind y'all's house. Yeah. You can't go yeah. and line up some random ducks. <laughs> Thank you, that would be bad. You're not lost. You're just early in the process. You're still building the pen for the ducks. Yeah. So mm-hmm. don't feel like you can have ducks in a row until you've got a ducks pen, a pen and, and, and ducks in a row. <laughs> You can have baby ducks. Oh, wow. That's the most important part. That's funny. That's funny. Okay, Bonnie. John. What's something that other than you're not lost, you're just early in the process, which isn't even our thing. It's Gary Vaynerchuk's. Thanks, Gary. Yeah. What's something you'd like to to help people walk away with today that... From our hurdles. From our hurdles. Okay, one, you're not alone in your hurdles is I think it's good to recognize that. Yeah building a small business early on i think there are fewer personalities in the world who think i am the champion every day yes then not and i think even the personalities that say out loud they're the champion every day probably struggle with imposter syndrome a little bit so recognizing you're not alone Mm -hmm. in thinking maybe i'll go work at starbucks and but then too hopefully like elaine encouraged me to do last week you can go back and see like how you've started building your duck pen mm. because you've probably done a lot of work <laughs> we're gonna come back to the duck pen by yeah the way. we're gonna <laughs> see how you ha- see how you've built your duck pen but nobody's gonna pay you for the duck pen yet. yeah so like keep building the duck pen because you right. don't line up the ducklings because you gotta have ducklings <laughs> to sell and kind of this metaphor is gonna go too far <laughs> it's going off the rails <laughs> It's going off the rails. <laughs> yeah, what about you, John? Um, I I do think I I think the practice that my counselor gave me, which was to just remove myself mm-hmm. from the context of my business mm-hmm. for just a little while mm-hmm. and ask myself questions about my business was really, really helpful. Yeah. And encouraging to me that I'm not well, just going back to what Gary Vaynerchuk said, like, I'm not lost. Mm-hmm. I actually do know what I'm doing. Yeah. Um, I just, f- there's a lot of different moving targets and focuses. And if I can refocus my attention on not only what matters to me, but like what I think is going to sustain my business long term, mm-hmm. then I can have hope. That it will get there. It's going to take time, mm-hmm. and I have to keep my focus there. But I can get there. Yeah. So you have to find the people who want your lineup ducks. <laughs> <laughs> they gotta want your ducks. <laughs> it's so true. Yeah. Yeah. It's all a process, it and is. yeah, but remembering that is challenging, and yeah, but yeah. but doable. People do mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Also, you can do it. Yeah, John, you can do it. Bonnie, you can do it. Thank and you. we can still sit in a room and talk about how we feel like we need part-time jobs. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. Be, and be okay. And laugh while our spouses look at us worried. <laughs> We're so worried. Worriedly. <laughs> I think Lauren the other day, oh, this would be a good way to wrap things up. Lauren okay. the other day was like, I don't understand why Bonnie and John are the only people in the room who don't believe that they can have successful businesses <laughs> when I feel like... 
And when Mark feels like, you know, she was being, sorry, Lauren, for how I'm imitating you. It's just how my brain wants to process the raw truth that you were saying. Yeah. Um, Yeah. We're Mm -hmm. we're our own worst enemies. Yep. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But we don't have to be. Mm Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Hey. Hey. John, entrepreneurs can talk to us. Yes, they can. They can. I feel like we should, we should tell them to talk to us if this, if this episode resonated yeah with you yep i would like to know your hurdle yeah so you can actually leave us a voicemail mm-hmm. uh if you go to our anchor page mm-hmm. you can leave a voicemail there um or we post this all over the place when it comes out it's true so whether it's on facebook or instagram um yeah send us a little note yeah yeah i'd like to know your hurdle because i'd like to empathize with your hurdle <laughs> as empathetic and angram um and like know that you're probably not the only one yeah like maybe yours is not a duck pin like maybe yours is a rabbit pin or something i need to stop this <laughs> building animal pens. <laughs> building animal pin but yeah because I, I think probably you might have a different hurdle than john and i but yeah you're probably not alone well and i think it's a good question for us to ask uh, our friends who are nice mm-hmm. when they come on the show with us. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. So. Okay. Okay. Well, that was great, Bonnie. Thanks. You too, Thanks John. for just pouring out your heart about duck pens. <laughs> who knew I had such a, <laughs> a hidden passion in life? Uh, I will not. Please, no one buy me a duck. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad John wasn't drinking water because he would have spit it into his boom just then. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, I am strictly a dog household and then a very limited breed set of dogs. Yeah. So. And no cleft hooves. No hooved animals. <laughs> no reptiles or amphibians. Yeah. Like, yeah. no birds. No birds. Yeah. I have very limited. No mm-hmm. rodents. Don't bring me rodents. Okay. Anyway, but, well, now that we've gone on that tangent. Yeah, it's been excellent friends hanging with you today. Yeah, you can find us on the internet at anchor fm slash and john and my socials and websites are in the show notes yep and um if you're listening on a on a platform like apple Podcasts Mm -hmm. or spotify Mm -hmm. feel free to leave us a a review yeah because it helps and subscribe and subscribe so all right friends hurdles we have jumped over a hurdle of doing the hurdle podcast so (laughs) we will See you next time. Bye.